0: Chapters 22 through 25 of Irenaeus Against Heresies, Book 5. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Bill Mosley, Frellsburg, Texas. Irenaeus Against Heresies, Book V, translated by Alexander Roberts and William H. Rambeau. Chapter twenty two. The true Lord and the one God is declared by the Law, and manifested by Christ his Son in the Gospel, whom alone we should adore, and from him we must look for all good things, not from Satan one. Thus then does the Lord plainly show that it was the true Lord and the one God who had been set forth by the law, for him whom the law proclaimed as God, the same did Christ point out as the Father, whom also it behooves the disciples of Christ alone to serve. By means of the statements of the law He put our adversary to utter confusion, and the law directs us to praise God the Creator, Demiurgam, and to serve him alone. Since this is the case, we must not seek for another father besides him or above him, since there is one God who justifies the circumcision by faith and the uncircumcision through faith. For if there were any other perfect father above him, He, Christ, would by no means have overthrown Satan by means of his words and commandments. For one ignorance cannot be done away with by means of another ignorance, any more than one defect by another defect. If, therefore, the law is due to ignorance and defect, how could the statements contained therein bring to naught the ignorance of the devil and conquer the strong man, For a strong man can be conquered neither by an inferior nor by an equal, but by one possessed of greater power. But the word of God is the superior above all. He who is loudly proclaimed in the law, Hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one God, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and him shalt thou adore, and him alone shalt thou serve. Then in the gospel, casting down the apostasy by means of these expressions, he did both overcome the strong man by his father's voice, and he acknowledges the commandment of the law to express his own sentiments, when he says, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. For he did not confound the adversary by the saying of any other, but by that belonging to his own father, and thus overcame the strong man. 2. He taught by his commandment that we who have been set free should, when hungry, take that food which is given by God, and that when placed in the exalted position of every grace that can be received, we should not, either by trusting to works of righteousness, or when adorned with supereminent gifts of ministration, by any means be lifted up with pride, nor should we tempt God, but should feel humility in all things, and have ready to hand this saying, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. As also the apostle taught, saying, Minding not high things, but consenting to things of low estates, that we should neither be ensnared with riches, nor mundane glory, nor present fancy, but should know that we must worship the Lord thy God, and serve him alone, and give no heed to him who falsely promised things not his own when he said all these will i give thee if falling down thou wilt worship me for he himself confesses that to adore him and to do his will is to fall from the glory of god and in what thing either pleasant or good can that man who has fallen participate for what else can such a person hope for or expect except death. For death is next neighbor to him who has fallen. Hence also it follows that he will not give what he has promised. For how can he make grants to him who has fallen? Moreover, since God rules over men, and him too, and without the will of our Father in heaven not even a sparrow falls to the ground, it follows that his declaration all these things are delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will give them, proceeds from him when puffed up with pride. For the creation is not subjected to his power, since indeed he is himself but one among created things. Nor shall he give away the rule over men to men, but both all other things and all human affairs are arranged according to God the Father's disposal. Besides, the Lord declares that the devil is a liar from the beginning, and the truth is not in him. If, then, he be a liar, and the truth be not in him, he certainly did not speak truth, but a lie when he said, For all these things are delivered to me, and to whomsoever I will give them. Chapter 23 The devil is well practiced in falsehood, by which Adam, having been led astray, sinned on the sixth day of the creation, in which day he also has been renewed by Christ. 1. He had indeed been already accustomed to lie against God for the purpose of leading men astray. For at the beginning, when God had given to man a variety of things for food, he commanded him not to eat of one tree only, as the scripture tells us that God said to Adam, From every tree which is in the garden thou shalt eat food, but from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, from this ye shall not eat. For in the day that ye shall eat of it ye shall die by death. He then, lying against the Lord, tempted man, as the scripture says that the serpent said to the woman, Has God indeed said this, Ye shall not eat from every tree of the garden? And when she had exposed the falsehood, and simply related the command, as he had said, From every tree of the garden we shall eat, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. When he had thus learned from the woman the command of God, having brought his cunning into play, he finally deceived her by a falsehood, saying, Ye shall not die by death, for God knew that in the day ye shall eat of it, your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. In the first place, then, in the garden of God, he disputed about God as if God was not there, for he was ignorant of the greatness of God. And then, in the next place, after he had learned from the woman that God had said that They should die if they tasted the aforesaid tree. Opening his mouth, he uttered the third falsehood, Ye shall not die by death. But that God was true, and the serpent a liar, was proved by the result, death having passed upon them who had eaten. For along with the fruit, they did also fall under the power of death, because they did eat in disobedience and disobedience to God entails death. Wherefore, as they became forfeit to death, from that moment they were handed over to it. 2. Thus then, in the day that they did eat, in the same did they die, and became death's debtors, since it was one day of the creation. For it is said, There was made in the evening, and there was made in the morning one day. Now in this same day that they did eat, in that also did they die. But according to the cycle and progress of the days, after which one is termed first, another second, and another third, if anybody seeks diligently to learn upon what day out of the seven it was that Adam died, he will find it by examining the dispensation of the Lord. For by summing up in himself the whole human race, from the beginning to the end, he has also summed up its death. From this it is clear that the Lord suffered death in obedience to his Father upon that day on which Adam died while he disobeyed God. Now he died on the same day in which he did eat. For God said, In that day on which ye shall eat of it, ye shall die by death the lord therefore recapitulating in himself this day underwent his sufferings upon the day preceding the sabbath that is the sixth day of the creation on which day man was created thus granting him a second creation by means of his passion which is that creation out of death and there are some again who relegate the death of Adam to the thousandth year. For since a day of the Lord is as a thousand years, he did not overstep the thousand years, but died within them, thus bearing out the sentence of his sin. Whether therefore with respect to disobedience, which is death, whether we consider that on account of that they were delivered over to death and made debtors to it, whether with respect to the fact that on one and the same day on which they ate they also died, for it is one day of the creation. Whether we regard this point, that with respect to the cycle of days they died on the day in which they did also eat, that is, the day of the preparation, which is termed the pure supper, that is, the sixth day of the feast, which the Lord also exhibited when he suffered on that day. Or whether we reflect THAT HE, ADAM, DID NOT OVERSTEP THE THOUSAND YEARS, BUT DIED WITHIN THEIR LIMIT. IT FOLLOWS THAT, IN REGARD TO ALL THESE SIGNIFICATIONS, GOD IS INDEED TRUE, FOR THEY DIED WHO TASTED OF THE TREE, AND THE SERPENT IS PROVED A LIAR AND A MURDERER, AS THE LORD SAID OF HIM, FOR HE IS A MURDERER FROM THE BEGINNING, AND THE TRUTH IS NOT IN HIM. CHAPTER Twenty Four, OF THE CONSTANT FALSEHOOD OF THE DEVIL, AND OF THE POWERS AND GOVERNMENTS OF THE WORLD, WHICH WE OUGHT TO OBEY, INASMUCH AS THEY ARE APPOINTED OF GOD, NOT OF THE DEVIL. 1. AS THEREFORE THE DEVIL LIED AT THE BEGINNING, SO DID HE ALSO IN THE END, WHEN HE SAID, ALL THESE ARE DELIVERED UNTO ME, AND TO WHOMSOEVER I WILL GIVE THEM. For it is not he who has appointed the kingdoms of this world, but God, for the heart of the king is in the hand of God. And the word also says by Solomon, By me kings do reign, and princes administer justice, by me chiefs are raised up, and by me kings rule the earth. Paul the Apostle also says upon this same subject, Be ye subject to all the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. Now those which are have been ordained of God. And again, in reference to them, he says, For he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, the avenger for wrath to him who does evil. Now that he spake these words, not in regard to angelical powers, nor of invisible rulers, as some venture to expound the passage, but of those of actual human authorities he shows when he says, For this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers doing service for this very thing. This also the Lord confirmed when he did not do what he was tempted to by the devil, But he gave directions that tribute should be paid to the tax-gatherers for himself and Peter, because they are the ministers of God serving for this very thing. 2. For since man, by departing from God, reached such a pitch of fury as even to look upon his brother as his enemy, and engaged without fear in every kind of restless conduct, and murder and avarice. God imposed upon mankind the fear of man, as they did not acknowledge the fear of God, in order that, being subjected to the authority of men, and kept under restraint by their laws, they might attain to some degree of justice, and exercise mutual forbearance through dread of the sword suspended full in their view, as the Apostle says for he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, the avenger for wrath upon him who does evil. And for this reason, too, magistrates themselves, having laws as a clothing of righteousness, whenever they act in a just and legitimate manner, shall not be called in question for their conduct, nor be liable to punishment, But whatsoever they do to the subversion of justice, iniquitously and impiously and illegally and tyrannically, in these things shall they also perish. For the just judgment of God comes equally upon all, and in no case is defective. Earthly rule, therefore, has been appointed by God for the benefit of nations, and not by the devil, who is never at rest at all, nay, who does not love to see even nations conducting themselves after a quiet manner, so that under the fear of human rule men may not eat each other up like fishes, but that, by means of the establishment of laws, they may keep down an excess of wickedness among the nations. And considered from this point of view those who exact tribute from us are God's ministers serving for this very purpose. 3. As then the powers that be are ordained of God, it is clear that the devil lied when he said, These are delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I give them. For by the law of the same being as calls men into existence are kings also appointed adapted for those men who are at the time placed under their government. Some of these rulers are given for the correction and the benefit of their subjects, and for the preservation of justice, but others for the purposes of fear and punishment and rebuke. Others, as the subjects deserve it, are for deception, disgrace, and pride while the just judgment of god as i have observed already passes equally upon all the devil however as he is the apostate angel can only go to this length as he did at the beginning namely to deceive and lead astray the mind of man into disobeying the commandments of god and gradually to darken the hearts of those who would endeavor to serve him to the forgetting of the true God, but to the adoration of himself as God. 4. Just as if anyone, being an apostate, and seizing in a hostile manner another man's territory, should harass the inhabitants of it, in order that he might claim for himself the glory of a king among those ignorant of his apostasy and robbery, so likewise also the devil, being one among those angels who are placed over the spirit of the air, as the apostle Paul has declared in his epistle to the Ephesians, becoming envious of man was rendered an apostate from the divine law. For envy is a thing foreign to God, and as his apostasy was exposed by man, AND MAN BECAME THE MEANS OF SEARCHING OUT HIS THOUGHTS. ECT EXAMINATIO SENTENTIA EJUS HOMO FACTUS EST. HE HAS SET HIMSELF TO THIS WITH GREATER AND GREATER DETERMINATION, IN OPPOSITION TO MAN, ENVYING HIS LIFE AND WISHING TO INVOLVE HIM IN HIS OWN APOSTATE POWER the word of god however the maker of all things conquering him by means of human nature and showing him to be an apostate has on the contrary put him under the power of man for he says behold i confer upon you the power of treading upon serpents and scorpions and upon all the power of the enemy in order that as he obtained dominion over man by apostasy so again his apostasy might be deprived of power by means of man turning back again to God. Chapter 25 The Fraud, Pride, and Tyrannical Kingdom of Antichrist as described by Daniel and Paul 1. And not only by the particulars already mentioned, but also by means of the events which shall occur in the time of antichrist, is it shown that he, being an apostate and a robber, is anxious to be adored as God, and that, although a mere slave, he wishes himself to be proclaimed as a king. For he, antichrist, being endued with all the power of the devil, shall come not as a righteous king, nor as a legitimate king, i.e., one in subjection to God, but an impious, unjust, and lawless one, as an apostate, iniquitous, and murderous, as a robber, concentrating in himself all satanic apostasy, and setting aside idols to persuade men that he himself is God, raising up himself as the only idol, having in himself the multifarious errors of the other idols. This he does in order that they who do now worship the devil by means of many abominations may serve himself by this one idol, of whom the apostle thus speaks in the second epistle to the Thessalonians. Unless there shall come a falling away first, and the man of sin shall be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all, that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself as if he were God. The apostle, therefore, clearly points out his apostasy, and that he is lifted up above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, that is above every idol, for these are indeed so called by men, but are not really gods, and that he will endeavor in a tyrannical manner to set himself forth as God. 2. Moreover, he, the apostle, has also pointed out this, which I have shown in many ways, that the temple in Jerusalem was made by the direction of the true God. For the apostle himself, speaking in his own person, distinctly called it the temple of God. Now I have shown in the third book that no one is termed God by the apostles when speaking for themselves except him who truly is God, the Father of our Lord, by whose directions the temple which is at Jerusalem was constructed for those purposes which I have already mentioned, in which temple the enemy shall sit, endeavoring to show himself as Christ, as the Lord also declares. But when ye shall see the abomination of desolation, which has been spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, let him that readeth understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee into the mountains, and he who is upon the housetop, let him not come down to take anything out of his house. For there shall then be great hardship SUCH AS HAS NOT BEEN FROM THE BEGINNING OF THE WORLD UNTIL NOW, NOR EVER SHALL BE. 3. DANIEL 2. LOOKING FORWARD TO THE END OF THE LAST KINGDOM, I.E. THE TEN LAST KINGS, AMONGST WHOM THE KINGDOM OF THOSE MEN SHALL BE PARTITIONED, AND UPON WHOM THE SON OF PERDITION SHALL COME declares that ten horns shall spring from the beast and that another little horn shall rise in the midst of them and that three of the former shall be rooted up before his face he says and behold eyes were in this horn as the eyes of a man and a mouth speaking great things and his look was more stout than his fellows I was looking, and this horn made war against the saints, and prevailed against them, until the Ancient of Days came, and gave judgment to the saints of the Most High God, and the time came, and the saints obtained the kingdom. Then further on in the interpretation of the vision there was said to him, The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth, which shall excel all other kingdoms and devour the whole earth, and tread it down, and cut it in pieces. And its ten horns are ten kings which shall arise, and after them shall arise another, who shall surpass in evil deeds all that were before him, and shall overthrow three kings, and he shall speak words against the Most High God, and wear out the saints of the Most High God, and shall purpose to change times and laws, and everything shall be given unto his hand until a time of times and a half-time, that is, for three years and six months, during which time when he comes he shall reign over the earth. Of whom also the apostle Paul, again, speaking in the second epistle to the Thessalonians, and at the same time proclaiming the cause of his advent. Thus says, And then shall the wicked one be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus shall slay with the spirit of his mouth, and destroy by the presence of his coming, whose coming, i.e., the wicked ones, is after the working of Satan, in all power and signs and portents of lies, and with all deceivableness of wickedness for those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And therefore God will send them the working of error, that they may believe a lie, that they all may be judged who did not believe the truth, but gave consent to iniquity. 4. The Lord also spoke as follows to those who did not believe in him. I have come in my father's name, and ye have not received me. When another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive, calling Antichrist the other, because he is alienated from the Lord. This is also the unjust judge, whom the Lord mentioned as one who feared not God, neither regarded man, to whom the widow fled in her forgetfulness of God, that is, the earthly Jerusalem, to be avenged of her adversary, which also he shall do in the time of his kingdom. He shall remove his kingdom into that city and shall sit in the temple of God, leading astray those who worship him as if he were Christ. To this purpose Daniel says again, And he shall desolate the holy place, and sin has been given for a sacrifice. AND RIGHTEOUSNESS BEEN CAST AWAY IN THE EARTH, AND HE HAS BEEN ACTIVE. FESET AND GONE ON PROSPEROUSLY. AND THE ANGEL GABRIEL, WHEN EXPLAINING HIS VISION, STATES WITH REGARD TO THIS PERSON, AND TOWARDS THE END OF THE KINGDOM, A KING OF A MOST FIERCE COUNTENANCE SHALL ARISE, ONE UNDERSTANDING DARK QUESTIONS, and exceedingly powerful, full of wonders, and he shall corrupt, direct, influence, thus yet, and put strong men down. The holy people likewise, and his yoke shall be directed as a wreath round their neck. Deceit shall be in his hand, and he shall be lifted up in his heart. He shall also ruin many by deceit, and lead many to perdition, bruising them in his hand like eggs. And then he points out the time that his tyranny shall last, during which the saints shall be put to flight, they who offer a pure sacrifice unto God. And in the midst of the week he says, The sacrifice and the libation shall be taken away, and the abomination of desolation shall be brought into the temple, even unto the consummation of the time shall the desolation be complete. Now three years and six months constitute the half-week. 5. From all these passages are revealed to us not merely the particulars of the apostasy and the doings of him who concentrates in himself every satanic error, but also that there is one and the same God the Father, who was declared by the prophets, but made manifest by Christ. For if what Daniel prophesied concerning the end has been confirmed by the Lord, when he said, When ye shall see the abomination of desolation, which has been spoken of by Daniel the prophet, and the angel Gabriel gave the interpretation of the visions to Daniel, AND HE IS THE ARCHANGEL OF THE CREATOR, Demiurge, WHO ALSO PROCLAIMED TO MARY THE VISIBLE COMING and in THE INCARNATION OF CHRIST, THEN ONE AND THE SAME GOD IS MOST MANIFESTLY POINTED OUT, WHO SENT THE PROPHETS, AND MADE PROMISE OF THE SON, AND CALLED US INTO HIS KNOWLEDGE. End of Book five Chapters twenty two through twenty five Recording by Bill Mosley Frellsburg, Texas